Hey, welcome to Dream Chasers podcast, or shall I say video cast. Today's guest is a longtime teammate, David Logan, uh, North Central alum, uh, UND alum, and uh, overseas basketball player, David Logan. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Uh, you know, just making the best of this situation, uh, you know, spending time with the family and, you know, doing little projects around the house. Absolutely, absolutely. So, Dave, I know where you're from. I know who you are, but they don't know. Tell us about you. Uh, I'm David Logan. Uh, I was born in Chicago. Uh, moved to Indy when I was uh, around nine. Okay. Uh, grew up here ever since. Uh, went to North Central High School along with uh, Harvey. Then Harvey, uh, my junior year, uh, when they moved in from you know uh, New York when I was with the Pacers. So, uh, you know, me and Harvey got real close and Spent a lot of time together when he first came here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just kind of went on from there. I've uh, been staying in touch, you know, ever so often uh, while playing professional sports. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I went to UND after high school. I mm-hmm. uh, got a scholarship there, uh, played all four years there. Okay. And after that, uh, began my per- professional career. Uh, right. Played 15 years. Next year will be 16 for me mm-hmm. uh, all over Europe. I right. uh, played uh, three years in Italy, a uh, year in Germany, uh, three years in Poland, mm-hmm. a year in Spain, a year in Greece, um, half a year in Lithuania, mm-hmm. and a year in France. So, Got you. Got you. Early beginnings, man. So what sports did you play uh, growing up? Was it just all basketball? Yeah, just all basketball. I tried a little bit of baseball for a summer. Okay. Uh, that was it. Uh, I, I liked it, but I, I just never – Really got into it like that. Uh, no track or anything. Uh, it was just, you know, just fast and just running around, you know, right. doing nothing, a bit of football here and there, you know, flag football or whatever, but right. mainly just basketball. Okay. So younger years, man, when you played basketball, elementary, middle school, what was that like? Was you a uh, – I know once you got older, you was a big-time scorer, and you are a big-time scorer now. It seemed like you don't. It seemed like you don't age. You might be like one of the X Men characters or something. But uh, I'm just saying, what was it like um, when you were younger? Was it a struggle? Was you um, top of the pack, middle of the pack? What was it like? Man, it definitely was a struggle. Just because you know, growing up in Chicago, uh-huh. you know, my uncle introduced me to basketball, so mm-hmm. I would go play here and there, you know, at the park or whatever. And then once I moved to Indy, you know. Right. Boyfriend, you know, kept me on that path of playing ball. And, uh, you know, going to, I, I grew up in in uh, Pike District, so you know, okay. I played PYBL and you know stuff like that growing up AAU. So I was, mm-hmm. you know, I, I was okay. I wasn't, you know, you know, one of the ranked players or top players. You right. Know, sixth, seventh grade, and I just played on the, you know, just a regular AAU team and right. You know, just you know, trying to get better and stay in the loop and, you know, right. getting known then. So growing right. up, it was just regular. I wasn't one of the top players and right. really wasn't one of the top players in high school until my senior year, really. So right. I just gradually got better and better and better. And, you know, right. I was a late bloomer in high school. Right. I only had one D1 offer and a couple of JUCOs and, you know, right. D2 came into playing the picture. So right. that was about it. What was it? What was it like at North Central? Um, I know they won a state championship. What was that? Was it ninety nine two thousand? My junior year. Your junior, your sophomore. Sophomore. Sophomore, yeah. sophomore year. Okay. So, what was it like um, 
you know, you was under that. They, they were guard heavy. I know they had Marcus May. They had uh, uh, Jason Gardner, uh, had some big time guys in there. What was it like your, uh, well, as a freshman coming in, what was it like? Did you play freshman ball? Did you go to JV? What was it like? Yeah, I played freshman, a little bit of JV my sophomore okay. year, uh, mm-hmm. JV. And then, you know, that time when they were on that state run, I was mm-hmm. kind of on the, on varsity a little bit, you know, just on the sidelines. So, you know, right. me in the practice and stuff like that. But like you said, they were guard heavy, so they were loaded. So right. I was just watching and, you know, trying to learn the best way I could from the sidelines. So uh, that was in my, my sophomore year. Then once they all left, junior year, you know, it was my time to kind of get on varsity and, you know, show what I can do. Right, right. And I remember meeting you junior year. And, and junior year, you wasn't no slouch, but you wasn't David Logan. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So what fueled that, man? What was that summer like? Because I know you told me um, you was in the gym every day. And, I mean, a lot of times when you were in college, and you every time I would call you, I'm like, man, I'm in the gym, I'm going to call you back. What was that summer like to get you – first of all, before we even go into that, um, I, I remember – what was that – what was your uh, – uh, Highest scoring game in high school? What it was like forty two or something like that? Yeah, like forty four sectionals. Okay, okay. So, I, 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 it just it just made me think about it because, like I said, the year before I wouldn't have tagged you to have forty four. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, my dream, my dream. I, I think I averaged maybe five points a game. Well, no, but uh, but I mean, but you were solid though. Like you were, yeah. you know what I mean? It wasn't like you was, it wasn't like you was horrible. You were solid, and then all of a sudden, like I said, you know, I wouldn't play football, and then I came back. And I was like, man, you just came on the scene. But anyway, so what was it like that summer, man? Um, you know, what was it like on a day-to-day basis? Because you put in that work. Man, it was just, you know, just with my friends or, you know, wherever. I was just going to hoop every day I could just to, okay. you know, get better. So, you know, I just wanted to, you know, prove myself and prove to everybody else that, you know, right. I, I, could, I could be one of the top players in the state. So. You know, right. I was just doing whatever I could to put in that work and just playing every day, no matter where it was. If it was outside or inside, just, you know, hour to a day, right. just playing and, and, and working on my working on my game. So that's so all did, I wanted to do. So would you say your development kind of just came late or did, or or did you just really go that much harder in the summer? I think it was a little bit of both, you know, mm-hmm. just, you know, me making up my mind that I wanted to be better and I had to put in that work. You know, right. because I, I wasn't going to any camps. I wasn't going to any five stars, or you know, right. my mom wasn't couldn't pay for me to go to any camps or get any training. You know, back in the day, so you know, I had to figure everything else on my own. And you know, right. pops was down south working and things like that. So you know, I really didn't really have that male father father figure to right. me to you know to push me and to do it. So I had to figure it out by myself, me and my brother. So that that was pretty much it. Right, right. Why you, Indy? What made you choose you, Indy? Uh, like I said, I had one D1 offer, and that was the IUPUI. And, okay. uh, you know, with Coach Hunter, I was supposed to have dinner with him, with my mom, and he canceled at the last minute. My mom was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> you ain't going there. I bet he regret that. Yeah. Like, yeah I'm listening. <laughs> she was mad about that, so that, that pushed that out. And I was like, dang, I can't go D1. So right. I had a couple of D uh, JUCOs that I went to visit. I went to uh, Logan in Illinois. I went to visit there. And I okay. had Allegheny over in Maryland. Mm-hmm. So then D- uh, UND came in at the last minute, like, come for a visit. So I went through with my mom, and I liked it. So I was just like, you know, I'm going to try this route, you know, right. D2, and just see how it goes. And I went there. My freshman year, 
I think by after like eight games, I was starting. So right, it's kind of built on from that, and just kept kept going. Right. So so kind of walk me through that, man. Uh, you are the you're not the all time leading scorer there, are you? Yeah, I am. Oh, excuse me. My bad. Let me, let, let, me, let, me, let me put some respect on your name. So you're the, so you're the all-time leading scorer there, man. What was it like? Uh, you know, you said at the eight games you started, you were you were started there, and then, you know, all the way through. I know, um, you know, I, I remember at a certain point, you know, uh, going down to watch you guys play. I mean, you filled that place up. I've never seen D, uh, you in the – Field like that on a regular basis I and mean, people were showing out to check you out so um tell me to build up uh to that start with that freshman year you know you can go where you left off from man freshman year coming in uh we had a good team uh I think I had made the tournament the year before but we had a mm-hmm. couple seniors that were pretty good so me coming right. as a freshman you know I was there with E-Rose and uh Sonny so you know I was just trying to basically find my way and right. you know, I, I was expecting to play a little bit my freshman year, but not like that. So, right. you know, I just came in and just, just was just getting better every day. And, you right. know, playing college basketball was – I was getting familiar with it. So, that's how, you know, my confidence grew. And right. Like I said, I started starting and then I had a pretty good freshman year. You know, so, so, when did you become the man? Was it sophomore year? Yeah, my sophomore year. When the okay. Senior, when the seniors left and – you know, towards the end of my freshman year, I was, I was really getting comfortable. So, my sophomore year, you know, I was averaging 20. Mm. So, right. that was that was really, you know, me pushing myself and on my way to the top. Right. Right. So, did you really find yourself at UND? Yeah, I did, man. It was just – I just had so much time in the summer. Right. You know, I, I was – by my sophomore year, I was – you know, getting everybody to come from the city to, right. the, to, you know, open gyms and stuff. So I had everybody coming in, you know, it was a good run. So that was it. That was it from there. Right. Oh, man. So uh, <clears throat> how did you get the notion uh, about overseas? Was uh, was agents kind of on you? Because I know you – I know when you left UND, you left with a bang. Um, at that point, was agents approaching you, or you, or did you just uh, further the process? How did that work? Man, I was actually going. I was going to a couple uh, like programs and stuff throughout the summer, like in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. I was just finding any place to play. And right. I think uh, a couple agents heard about the program I played in Kentucky. Okay. On the whole thing, so uh, that was my junior year. Going into my junior year, so I had a couple agents call me then. It was just like, you know, I'm gonna keep an eye on you. You know, right. these next two years. So after then, you know, it was just agent after agent. I went right. to my senior year. Right, right. So um, once you got over, well, where'd you where'd you go? Where'd you where was your where's your first destination when you went overseas? Uh, I signed in second division, Italy. Uh, okay, I played a good. I had a good summer league. I went to the top senior camp in Portsmouth my, after my senior year at UND. So. Uh, I had about six NBA workouts uh, mm-hmm. then from that. And then uh, I had a chance to actually make the Miami Heat team. So, you know, uh, after summer league, they called me down. I had like mm-hmm. 30 to 10 mm-hmm. against them in, in summer league. So they was like, come down for this this uh, free agent workout. Right. Uh, so we're going to pick between you and this other guy to play in Kentucky. So it was like second day into the camp. My agent called me. He was like, look, I got a good deal for you in second division Italy, so you had to make a choice. You have to go there, 
Detroit to get your visa for the for the Italian league or you stay here and try to make the team. So I was like, all right, let me sleep on it. Right. So I woke up the next day. I'm like, man, I'm like, you know, the deal he got me was pretty good. It was like 440K, you right. know, my first year out. So I'm like, fuck, you know, that's pretty good money. Cause right. So the whole time I'm asking him, you know, what's a good deal for a rookie? He was like, you know, anywhere between 60 and 80K, right. I'll probably get you. So I'm like, all right, you know, it's better than nothing, whatever. That's a good start. Right. So he said that 140, I'm like, fuck, that's going to double what he talking about. So I'm like, <laughs> right. Right. Let, me, let me sleep on it. So I woke up, I said, man, I'm going to take this money. So I ended up giving it the dude the job. So they, they signed him and, you know, they ended up trading halfway through the season. Oh. Ended up getting cut. But, you know, that was, that, probably, that probably was the closest I got to making the league. So, I mean, I had a good feel for that camp, but I was like, man, I can't pass this up. And then, right. you know, two or three weeks later, he gave me a deal for, you know, 80. Now I lost so much money. So I went to second division in Italy. It's about 20 minutes from Milan. Right. Uh, good situation. Right. So, you know, I was playing well my first year, and I don't know what it was. It, I had good numbers. Uh, we were in the middle of the standings. We wasn't losing. They just, mm-hmm. I don't know if they had so much expectation that season. I don't know why, because they didn't win no championship the year before, but right. they ended up releasing me. They wanted a veteran player instead of a rookie. Okay. Which was, you know, kind of normal for rookies in Europe because after your first year, you know, they used to blame the rookies. Right. So, you know, I didn't really, you know, know anything about Europe or the whole situation. So my agent was like, it's normal, don't worry about it. But, you know, I'll get you another job ASAP. So he got me another job in Israel. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just learning from that and, you know, seeing how, how business works in Europe, you know, I was just like, damn, what the fuck am I going to do now? Like, you need to cut me. Like, I was, I was playing well, you know. Right. Right. So I wasn't playing bad. And, you know, it was crazy because um, this year, actually, the team I was playing for, Italy, we scrimmaged the team that that coach, that was the coach that cut me. So he seen <laughs> me when I walked in the gym. And that was the first time I seen him since they cut me that year. Really. In right. So I walked right. in the gym, I seen him. I'm like, damn, that's the, like the coach that I played for back in the day. And it was him. Right. Right. So it's like, ah, how you doing? You know, sorry for that situation because he looked like an asshole. He cut me, and then right. you know, I didn't build my career in Europe like this. They're like, damn, what'd you cut him for? Right. Like, it wasn't my fault. It was the president. He wanted a veteran player. Of course. So, yeah. So I was just like, you know, I had no hard feelings. You know, gave him a handshake and right. wished him the best, and that was it. So right. that was that, that I ran into him, though. Know, you know. Right. Went out. Went out. Get his team and, and dog him out. Yeah. Um, so man, I mean, I, and I know, and I know you probably don't have any regrets because I mean, you know, you've done well for yourself. You you were able to take care of your family through all you've done. Um, if you had it to do all over again, which is hypothetical, would you would you have tried to stay with the NBA? Do you think that you would have would have get out of harder? Yeah. Now now knowing what I know, mm-hmm. I would I would have probably stayed in that camp and tried to make that team because mm-hmm. I mean, no chances don't come. Right. Didn't come too often. And, you know, me being young after my first year, every summer, you know, I tried to play some league and get back, you know, right. to my shot again. And it just it just never worked out. So, right. I mean, I had another shot with the Pacers probably like three years later, okay. uh, another free agent camp, uh, me and A.O. and Andre. So that's the year they ended up signing Andre. Right. So after that, I just never really got another shot. Right. And, you know, me, you know, playing in Europe and, and adapting to European basketball, uh, that was my way. So I was just like, fuck it, you know, I'm just going to do right. it this way and just make a living this way. So then I ended up getting that Polish passport. And right. after that, I was like, I'm done with summer league, all that 
because you know I got this passport, which is gonna help me out a lot in my future. So right, that was just the route I took. What was the easiest place to play at? Easiest place to play at, or, or easiest, or the or the funnest place, or something that kind of that kind of was was nice for you over there. Yeah, I would say the year my my second my my first year in in uh, in Italy when I played on the island. Mm-hmm. And we had a we had a bunch of good guys, and you know we won everything that year. We won the Super Cup, we won the regular Cup, we won the championship. Right. So that that was that was one of the best times, really. And you know those guys are all good guys, and I still speak to them to this day. And we always, you know, just talk about that. So that right. was a very fun year, and you know, just something that I think everybody will remember because I don't think no team no team in Italy has won uh, three cups since. You know, since we did it for sure, and that was 2000. I want to say 2010, maybe 2011. Right. So they haven't done it in a long time, and that was just you know special to you. Right. Right. What What was the worst place? Ooh, worst place. Uh, I'm gonna probably say I'm gonna probably say Spain. Hmm. Man, I just had a I just had a dickhead of a coach. <laughs> one, of the, one of the worst coaches. I not say worst coaches. He just he's just real old school from Soviet Union. And so what, what was he doing, man? What was, bro, what, was he was, what wasn't he doing? He was just he was a dictator. Like everything was just practice was OD. So like when we come in the gym, no warm up. Like we were stretched, and he would put like uh, he put chairs in the four corners of the court. Uh-huh. you do the line where the back person got to uh, catch the front person. So that's right. So we're doing that for 20 minutes. Indian, right. All out sprint. Yeah. Right. This is for warm up after stretch. Right. And just, you know, we would lift in the morning after come in, take practice, and in the evening, another take practice. Like, he was just running people in the dirt. He was known for injuring players because he would, he would just work them too hard. So I was like 26 in my prime. Right. You know, I had just signed a, a big deal with that team, like a three-year deal. So I'm like, all right, you know, whatever. I'm going to do anything, you know, because, you know, this is my biggest deal. So I'm going to try to prove myself, right. you know, even further. So I get on my first couple – first two weeks, I get injured. I get a cyst in the back of my leg. Hmm. And just from just running and doing all kind of crazy stuff. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to chill out with this girl. So I'm out for like a month, month and a half. Season ain't even started yet. Right. So we just button heads like crazy. You know, I, I'm the type that I don't really say too much. I just do my thing. And, right. You know, but this dude was just, I just felt like he was just on me because you only can have two Americans. Right. And, you know, all the other players were Spanish and they were scared. They weren't going to say anything to him. So right. I'm just like, damn, like, what's, what's, what's good with this dude? And everywhere he's been, nobody right. likes him. He ends up getting fired. Right. So he was just, he was just tough. And I had two more years. I said, nah, I said, I'm getting out of this deal. So right. I found a way to get out at the last minute and I just went somewhere else. Gotcha. And, I, and I seen him, I seen him probably three years ago, mm. coaching this Russian team. And they came to play us in Lithuania. Mm. Last shot, we got the last shot with like seven seconds left. Mm. And I hit the game with the shot off the backboard. And I just look at him. He don't even look at me. <laughs> at the end of the game, he's supposed to go shake hands. Right. He don't even look at me. He don't even look my way. He just walks off the court. <laughs> I think I posted something on Twitter that year. Right. Right. He wasn't even on this club, man. I, I, that was just the worst year. Like, the team was all right. Like, I like the guys there, but right. it just made it bad that year. 
Right. Just playing for him, man. So Left a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I, I ain't going back there. I ain't doing nothing with him. Like, right. It was just bad. Right, right. So, I, man, you uh, – so talk a little – I want to talk a little bit about your accolades, man. I've seen you, you know, I don't know how many years in a row you got a bunch of MVPs and uh, you made a bunch of all-star games. What's, your, what's that resume look like over there? Man, I've just been – fortunate enough like resume is, is crazy so I got I got three super cups that I won one uh Israel one so what, what is super so so explain it for people that don't understand you know right, what I mean? most, most countries got at least two two cups you can win sometimes three so a super cup is at the beginning of the year so they'll take like the champion from the year before in the cup and the champion okay. from the regular championship so okay. they play in a in a tournament sometimes it's two teams sometimes it's four Okay. So you play in a tournament to begin the year, like a preseason tournament right. to win a cup. Okay. So you get, you know, a cup and a trophy, and that's one championship. So right. then in the middle of the year, it's usually around February, it's the mm-hmm. top eight teams in the standings that play a single elimination tournament for another championship, another cup. So that's okay. you got the Super Cup, the cup, and then the regular championship is obviously the playoffs. So okay. you play best of five, best of seven for the, for the championship. Right. So I got three Super Cups. Um, five regular cups and four uh, championships. Right. Yep. Do y'all get rings or anything for that? Uh, no, nah, they don't get rings. They just get you just get an uh, individual trophy and a medal. Okay. Okay. I, and how many you had? You had a couple uh, MVPs, didn't you? How yeah, I got a regular season MVP from Poland. I got okay. four MVPs from uh, cups. Okay. I got two final MVPs. Okay. But you got a lot of hardware, huh? Yeah, I think I got six six or seven all stars. Okay. Okay. Uh, and you've been playing for you said this is year sixteen? Sixteen will be next year. Next year will probably be my last year. How much that's what I was about to say. How much longer you you think you're yeah, gonna I'm play? one more, man. I'll probably get into coaching. Okay. So uh sixteen will probably be it for me unless something crazy happens. Got you. So um Pandemic. Let's talk about it. Uh, you was over in Italy uh, when it broke out. Uh, explain that to me. Man, it was crazy because uh, we had a break actually February. Okay. Pretty much everybody in Europe. So I came home for like a week. Okay. It wasn't bad. You know, nobody was really talking about it. It was over in Italy a little bit. So I came back from Italy. You know, they was checking, you know, fever with the, with the scan stuff when it, in the airport. So I'm All like, right. All right, that's normal. They're doing that. Right. So we get back. We got about two more weeks before the season's supposed to pick up again from right. the break. Right. So we start, and then they say, oh, it's getting bad. You know, we're we going to push the game back. So they cancel that game for like right. a week. So then the next week comes up, we're about to play. This is like on a, this is on a Saturday. We play on a Sunday. Mm. So we travel to the, to the city like a three-hour bus trip. We go to practice, and then we get back to the hotel after eating. Uh, from practice and stuff, so they're like, we're about to go back to our city. We're like, right. man, what are they playing? Like, for what? It was like, they're going to lock our city down because we're in the red zone. So it was like six or seven cities that was considered in the red zone at the time. Right. They're like, they're going to lock it down. I'm like, lock it down? I'm like, what that right. mean? It was like, uh, nobody can leave or come in unless it's really serious and nobody can go outside. I'm like, what the hell? Right. I'm like, all right, so this whole time on the bus ride, we're going back. I'm talking about other American teammates. I'm like, what you going to do? He was like, I don't know. I was like, well, look, I'm about to get my ticket home. I'm like, they ain't telling me enough to where I need to stay. <laughs> right. Like, they don't know what's going on. And I'm like, um, 
I'm like, just be careful. I'm like, we're probably gonna have a meeting when we get back, and they gonna okay. downplay the situation because they, I mean, that's what they gonna, that's what they gonna do because they don't want anybody to leave. Right. So the whole bus ride home, you know, I'm going back and forth with you know my wife and my agent. I'm like, you know, I think I'm about to leave. My agent like, yeah, if I was you, I'll just leave and just see what happens after that. So right. I tell my teammate, I'm like, this is the plan because you know we were we were about. Two two and a half hours from Slovenia. That was the right. next morning. Stayed over. So I'm like, they're gonna lock the city down. I'm not letting nobody leave. It's probably gonna be no flights out of here. Of course, gonna be tough. Right. So I was like, we just gonna drive to to this uh, nearby Italian city where there's another team in our league. So I'm like, we just leave our cars there, get a taxi from there, and just go to Slovenia. Right. So I mean, my teammate figured all this out. So we get back. We had a meeting. It was like, uh, you know, this this happening. Uh, you guys don't be worried about it. Uh, it's only it only affects old people. This and that. So I'm just looking at my team. Like I told you, they were trying to downplay it. So right. they sit joking about a situation and throwing jokes. So they walk out the door. I'm like, look here. I, I grab. I'm like, look. I'm about to leave. I'm like, uh, I don't know what's about to happen here. Obviously, y'all don't either. So you know, we start playing back again. I come back, but I'm like, right now, I'm about to go to Sylvania you for a day and I'll wait to hear from y'all about what the what the government says about the situation. I'm like, if it you know if they say we're gonna play for sure then I won't go. But if they don't have anything to say that's gonna make me, you know, not leave and I'm I'm out of here. So right. like uh you know they didn't really say too much. They were just like okay. So now I went home, packed my stuff up, drove to uh Sylvania State and then the next day I was out. So I didn't want anything Italian on my, you know, itinerary. So when I landed in the States, you know, they said something or I didn't know what was going to happen. So I wasn't trying to stay to see what was going right. to happen. So I just left. Right. Now, how long How long was it till they locked uh, Italy down from the time you left? Well, that next day, they locked our city down. So oh, they locked it locked down the next day? The next day, they locked it down. So nobody well, you'd have been, you'd have been stuck. You'd, you'd still be there. Yeah. And then two days later is when they had to travel, man. They put the travel man on, oh, man. and you couldn't leave from Italy, really. Right. It was a mercy, but that's what I didn't want to happen. That's why I told my teammate, I'm like, if they put some kind of ban on here, and we can't leave, then we're stuck for no right. reason. Because we're not playing. We ain't going to be able to practice. Now we just stuck, and we can't leave the country. And right. then, you know, I was like, man, that's, that's what I didn't want to happen. And that's why I left, because I'm like, all right, if y'all figure the situation out, and they start planning it, I'll come back, no problem. But right. I ain't going to be stuck here, like, I really make stuck in the states. Yeah, it makes sense. Right. Yeah, well, good. Good, you got out in time because I mean it's serious in Italy. I mean, oh, for sure. It's definitely not a game, man. Last question. Um, so you said you're thinking about coaching, man. What is your uh, what's your vision on that, man? Do you would you do you want to do something high school, college level? What are you thinking? College or pros? I mean, my my agent actually hit me uh, this past year while I was playing. He was like, you know, a team in Poland maybe have some interest in hiring you as a head coach after you're done. So I'm like, really? Oh, yeah. So I told him that I'd definitely be interested. So, I, you know, they didn't kind of keep it in touch. And so I told him I had one more year left on my contract. So mm-hmm. we'll see. So, I mean, I definitely would try to do it, just go pro since I'm over there, do it for, you know, a year or two and see how it goes and then maybe jump into college. Right. Right. Oh, man, that's – uh, man, that's a uh, going forward, man. You know, wishing you all the best. Uh, I know you. I know you make a great coach. You know what I mean. Uh, 
being able to put stuff together, being non-biased. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think you learn. I think you learned from that uh, from that that coach you had before. So, uh, <laughs> and I think I think you're good at that, man. But uh, yeah, man, I appreciate you coming on, man. Oh no problem, man. Definitely seen you doing your thing with the camps and the podcast, so. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Well, I, I I know I know this. I know well not this year, but next year that fair that farewell tour is probably gonna be crazy. What you going to average going out? Ooh, it's tough, man. I, I I don't even know if I got it like that. To but that's I, like, well, so okay. All right, one more question. So how is this is crazy, man? We're the same age and we are seniors together. How does your body feel? And you're still playing at a high level, man. How do you do like do you um what do you what is what's in your regimen that keeps your body going? I mean nothing special. Just like the last five, six years, I just I wasn't playing a lot, five on five, just a lot. I would play a little bit, but then I would just swim or ride my bike for, for cardio throughout the summer to, you know, kinda stay a little bit in shape and then preseason. My my coach the last two years been doing a good job of you know not letting me practice all the time and let me rest a lot so that helped my body. Okay. So that was you know if I'm gonna say that's a secret that was one of them just my coach understanding me and understanding my body so gotcha. I'm older so they would just let me rest a lot. And yeah. So especially preseason or throughout the season because we were playing once a week so right you know, we would get one day off he may give me two days off right in between the week so. That helped a lot. So I was just, I was just staying off my, you know, putting a lot of pressure on my knees and, right. I, you know, doing so much during the summer. That way, I would last the whole season. Yeah, man. Well, like I said, I walk, I'll be walking around the house and I tr- and I trust my ankle, man. It is not pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how is he still playing? But you yeah, still go up and down a little bit. Am I what? You still go up and down a little bit on the court? No. No, <laughs> I mean, if I if I do, it's like with some younger kids, and I'm I'm making passes. And you, you and Key ain't playing one on one. Yeah, one on one. What? <laughs> Are you kidding me? I, I man, I ache thinking about it. But like I said, man, it's it's rough. But I mean, definitely kudos to you, man. Playing playing all those years, and I, and like I said, from where you came from, you know, I, yeah. I seen you. It's crazy because you remind me uh, a lot of my brother. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, my brother was like that. He was like his freshman year, he was really bad. I'm not saying you was bad, but he's really bad his freshman year. Sophomore year, he's pretty decent. And then all of a sudden, he just worked his butt off, and then he's better than everybody. And that's mm-hmm. kind of the same story that I tell people when, you know, they're like, man, you know, I, I get a lot of kids that train now, and they're like, well, I'm never going to be as good as this person. Well, I'm like, I know a guy, Dave Logan, and I know my brother. They both did it. You know what I mean? Yeah. There were people that I remember, I mean, no knock on anybody. I'm not gonna name names. Let me not do that. I don't want to start nothing. But <laughs> I remember people in high school that had your number, and mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about. They yeah. had your number, and all of a sudden you were better than them. And yeah. there's no, there's no shots at anybody. It's just it's facts and it's the truth. But yeah. you know, I mean, you worked at it, and you know, God has blessed you, man. So yeah. I appreciate you coming on. Um, this is da- this is David Logan. Look him up. Uh, Und Legend. Um, he's, he's a, he's an overseas player. Um, and, and I mean, a lot of, uh, if kids are watching this, a lot of you kids can take a lot of notice from his story and what he's done. I mean, definitely a, a very influential guy from, in, well, not from Indianapolis, but played basketball in Indianapolis from Chicago and, uh, you know, it could be good motivation for you, but thanks, man. I appreciate you. 
All right, hard, man. No problem, man. Uh, stay blessed and uh, be safe out there. And tell your family I said what's up. Definitely, my brother. I appreciate you. Take care. All right, man.